three-year-olds are up and trotting in the Hamiltonia. It looks like money trying to blast off on the far outside. There goes Jiggy Jog with early speed. The Philly Joviality from the inside with Fast as the Wind. It's Joviality, Fast as the Wind. A rebuff, the favorite cuts the corner now second. And fast as the wind, third and swooping down. Temporo Hanover goes up to challenge for the lead as they head to the opening quarter. Then it's Jiggy Jog, fifth on the outside and gaining track by King of the North, looking to go up there. Kegstand is wedged in early, followed by Cool Papa Bell and looks like money. And the early trailer is Periculum. First quarter was pretty soft. 28 for Joe Viality, the Philly, and Brian Sears setting up shop here at 5 to 2, leading it by 2.5. And, and going after her now, here comes the favorite, Rebuff. Rebuff gets the cue from Tim Tietrick, and that one dashes up and takes over from Joviality. Temporal Hanover now back to third. Fast as the wind on the inside is fourth. Fast as the wind now in a two-path. Off stride goes Kegstand, and he's off the course. King of the North gets underway fifth on the outside, tracked by Jiggy Jog. And then it looks like money, stride for stride there with Cool Papa Bell, then Periculum, and Kegstand, the uh, breaker, and also rough-gated King of the North. The half was 55 and three of the midway on the final turn. Rebuff is the target. It's Rebuff. Temporal Hanover on the outside coming at him. Joviality locked in the box third. Fast as the wind gap the cover fourth. Cool Papa Bell needs racing room. Jiggy Jog comes three wide and they turn home. 124. They're in the stretch of the Hamiltonian. Rebuff trying to hold them off. Temporal Hanover on the outside pours it on. Here is Cool Papa Bell. Joviality on the inside. And Jiggy Jog in a wild finish here. Temporal Hanover. Cool Papa Bell. Joviality on the inside. Cool Papa Bell at 50 to 1. Cool Papa Bell. Then Joviality. Then Temporal Hanover and Jiggy Jog. Cool Papa Bell and the Hot Toddy in 151 and 3. A Hamiltonian shocker. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Stephen Yoder, and you're listening to the Standard Bread Journal Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Standard Bread Journal Conference Line. We started that thing off just a little bit different than normal because it was Hamiltonian weekend this last weekend, and that horse came from behind and had a 50-to-1 upset. So it was a big upset. Uh, he was not supposed to be winning, but kind of a highlight in the Standard Bread industry right now. Um, if you want to go back, listen to some of our podcasts that have been on here earlier. Um, we had one with Summit Professional Services on marketing, and that sharing ID is 142. Um, Slate Acre Stable, we talked about starting horses, starting colts. That uh, sharing ID is 141. And then the uh, Hamiltonian Winner podcast, the one with all the winners on it, uh, is 140. And then we go back to the Mount Nobel Elevator, obviously, is 139 and on down the line. So do appreciate any feedback uh, on this. Me and Mark are kind of working together a little bit more on these podcasts. If you have any interest in in doing ads or sponsors in these podcasts, uh, you will now be calling him. And his uh, phone number, go ahead, Mark, why don't you shout out your phone number, and there are, you can contact him, and he'll tell you about what the ads are and how to get in there. All right, it's, uh, my number is 330-946-6501. That's the number you find inside all the covers of, or third page of all our magazines. That's a general number for the Standard Red Journal. Don't be afraid to call me, and uh, 
um, we can schedule you in for whatever sale or wherever you want it. A lot of people are, you know, contacting me now already for fall sales and stuff uh, that um, they want to advertise a couple weeks before and stuff. So uh, feel free to contact me, and uh, I'm sure we can help you out. Yeah, and we definitely want to thank Romulus New York, the Vineyard Road Sale, for sponsoring this podcast. Um, Just what a great sale they put on up there. So we're kind of getting back into the horse sale uh, season. We kind of, during the summer, we kind of get out of it. And, you know, it's kind of a dull a season. A lot of people are trying to get those last mares in full, um, you know, trying to get things wrapped up. And then we were, just had the first horse sale this weekend, obviously, the first weekend in August. I was not there, uh, but I know, Mark, you went there. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that. The East Coast Harness Horse Sale. How'd that go for you? Pretty good. It was a good weekend out there. I always enjoy going to that place. It's out there at the Grange County Fair. Um, it's in the Big Valley. Or in a big, it's not in the Big Valley, but... Um, it's in between two mountain ranges and it's always neat to be there. Um, sometimes they have an outdoor sale. Um, this year they had it underneath the pavilion. There was rains. And, um, so, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, Fridays, I didn't get to watch the sale much. I was in the other barn. Um, but I thought just from, you know, listening, watching, you know, just a couple of times, I thought horses sold very good driving horses, mm-hmm. top driving horses sold very well. Uh, they had a, quite a bit of crossbreds that sold very well as well. So uh, I'd say it was like um, Friday for sure. They had a very, very good crowd, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd say they had a very good sale. Well, it's kind of the, the the kickoff to the fall sales. You get this sale, and then this next weekend, obviously, the Mount Hope Standard Bread Sale. Nothing special, just their monthly standard bread sale that they've got. And then the next Friday, I believe, is Maple Country. And then the next weekend is going to be the Vineyard Road Sale. And then we head into you know, September and the September sales, yearling sales coming up. So we got an exciting fall uh, coming up here. October, November is actually, September is actually not that that busy in sales. If you just stop and look, um, there is Central Kentucky driving sale. And I believe there's another one that weekend. I don't have it on my calendar here looking at it. But uh, going into October, you have uh, Davis County. Um, They have a new sale coming up there. Uh, Davis County Breeders Edition and Trotting Horse Sale. Um, one of the guys mm-hmm. there just contacted me uh, earlier or last week. And then uh, that is 14th and 15th, I believe. 21st and 2nd of October, you have the Northeast High Yearling Sale up there in Middlefield. So, and uh, they're going to be doing a two-day event. Uh, yeah, you know, Be that. sure to listen for those ads. Those ads are going to be coming on the podcast, but they're going to have a Friday kind of a mixed sale and then Saturday yearling sale. So it'll be very interesting uh, what they'll have to present to us. So I'm excited about that. And then November, uh, one thing that I actually hadn't noticed this till just here a month or two ago, uh, the Topeka Trotting Breeders Select Sale, mm-hmm. that has actually moved up exactly four weeks. Um, that is, I believe it's November it's the 11th, 11th and 12th. 12th, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's something to be aware of. December is always so busy and they decided to move that up one month. Um, great idea because December gets very, Well, very just remember bad. last December, we were just swamped. I mean, trying to get from sale to sale, you've got the Breeders Showcase. Then the next week was the Shrocks Dispersal Sale, Mount Hope. And then the next week was the Breeders Edition. Then those next week you had that Winter Fest and everything happening and, and it'll be nice to have that Breeders' Edition set up in November. I'm excited for that uh, to see what happens. And then the there. new sale, another new sale coming there in the uh, second week in December, or the first full week of December, 6th through 8th, I believe, 
um, is that new Breeders' Cup sale. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. interesting to see. I never was in Springfield. Me neither. So it'll be interesting. I definitely want to go there, um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, But as far as just the the journal thing, I I wanted to catch up a little bit on the journal stuff. Journals are been sent out. If you did not receive yours, call Mark. Um, Definitely, definitely, your subscription may be running out. Um, For the very first ones who jumped on board, your subscription is running out, and you're going to be needing to renew. And, Mark, why don't you just kind of explain to us what went out with the magazine so they know what to look for. Okay, so to you uh, out here in the East Coast, some people were asking me, you know, do I need to renew? When do I need to renew? As long as you don't get um, a renewal envelope in the poly bag that comes out with your magazine, um, as long as there's no uh, renewal envelope, you'll still be getting at least one. Your last issue we send out, we insert like um, a renewal envelope. It's basically, um, you'll see exactly what it is as soon as you see it. There's, um, you know, a place where you fill out all your information. Mm-hmm. Then there's a slot where you put your payment in. Our address is on there, postage is paid and everything. Very self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is fill it out, send it back in. We'll get you in for another year automatically. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, if you did not get uh, that send in, um, go ahead and do that so that you don't miss out on any. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, we're going to print again here uh, the 4th of October, mailing out the 13th. And uh, so, yeah, I got to have that all um, back together, uh, the subscription tracker, if I can say it right. Got to have that all up to date by uh-huh. the fourth for sure. And, and definitely uh, one thing that I wanted to encourage encourage is if you do not send payment back and you don't want to subscribe again, you've got a free stamp on there. At least put in a note saying why you didn't resubscribe. It'd be very interesting to see uh, how many people are going to subscribe again. Uh, obviously, just as the first year in here, um, we're at a very, very interesting point to see if our subscribers are going to come back again. And so we definitely want to hear feedback because this is a nonprofit-based thing here, this business. And the only way we can grow and the only way we can you know, flourish is by our subscribers. And we want you guys to let us know what you want to see and what you do not want to see. That's what I was just ready to say. If you resubscribe, don't be afraid to add a note to that. I mean, it doesn't cost you a thing. Um, ideas. Just this weekend out in the East Coast, I had a couple guys come up and you know give me a couple mm-hmm. different ideas mm-hmm. on articles, on podcasts, stuff like that. Anything like that. Um, that that's what we run off of. I mean, that that's our fuel right there is, you know, new ideas. Um, we don't want to just do our little ideas. I mean, it, we'd be a boring magazine if we exactly. don't go off of our exactly. own ideas. So that's what makes us interesting is having all the different types of ideas coming in to us so that we can, um, you know, put that to place and make it happen and stuff. And we want to know what the people want to see. And we want to offer more value than what the people pay for is, is the main goal is to offer a value and education that people want to take home with them and keep them around. And, you know, just for me, obviously my little girls just look through it. It's entertaining. You pitch it at them and, and they'll sit down for a half hour, 45 minutes and just entertain themselves looking at it full, you know, all that stuff. They always want to go through and see if they can find dad or see if they can find oh, yeah. so-and-so oh, David yeah. Miller or whatever. Always a highlight there, but definitely, guys, 
let us know on that. Um, for the podcast deal, uh, for a lot of guys who are wondering, uh, we are we still have a ton of people listening into these, and we thank you guys from our heart to do that. Um, without you listeners, we couldn't have any sponsors. The sponsors wouldn't want to put it on if you didn't listen. Um, but very excited to see what the uh, for the future has for us. Um, just because we yeah we're on the the fifth issue, what we're going to be working. So one round is done, and so very excited to see what's coming. So back to the East Coast uh, harness sale, Mark. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit? I know you weren't really paying attention, and we were. We had plans getting Willis Troyer on here and whatever, and it just didn't work out. Uh, but we definitely want to talk some about it. Uh, what were the highlights, or, or what did you see happen there? Uh, there was a couple highlights that I wrote down here. I didn't write down, you know, close to all of the um, numbers, prices. And, um, kind of like if I heard one go, you know, for decent money, I'd write him down, but mm-hmm. most of them, I kind of have a question mark behind mm-hmm. the number. So mm-hmm. don't hold us to anything here. Um, nothing like, uh, official here. Um, started in great. They had some very good consignments coming in and overall, like, so I was there last year. First time I was mm-hmm. there this year. Um, the quality, like I imagine the quality is going to be up, but it was way up, like mm-hmm. consistent wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year they had some very good highlights. Um, and, but like, as far as they had a lot more lower end stuff, some, uh, gotcha. this year I thought they were more consistent all the way mm-hmm. through. They mm-hmm. had a couple highlights, mm-hmm. but, um, consistent all the way through. <clears throat> and I was very impressed with the way the Colts were, you know, ready and stuff. Mm-hmm. Guys mm-hmm. did a tremendously mm-hmm. good job, mm-hmm. again, presenting their Colts. Um, started in early. First Colt, I'm not sure what brought. Um, we were actually talking about him on the way home. Uh, started out with an OU man, Sierra Cosmos stud Colt. I think he brought somewhere in the 10, 12,000 uh-huh. range. Um, the second Colt in the ring was actually a Philly uh, Dream on cause out of an Archangel mare that actually sold the day before that uh, there was an advertisement in uh, the Standard Red Journal last issue, mm-hmm. um, Final Angel. Uh huh. I want to thank the Vineyard Road Horse Auction. Um, up there in Romulus, New York, for sponsoring this podcast. Their sale is August 26th of 2022 and August 27th of 2022. Always a good sale to go to. Uh, they sell a decent amount of standard breads on the 26th, a couple of crossbreds to begin with, then they've got a loaded standard bread sale. And then the 27th, they've got a pony sale as well as a consignment auction. And me and Mark were up there and had a great time uh, the last time we went up there. It's always a good time, and they've got some serious driving horses coming this year. Again, if you want any um information on any of the horses consigned be sure to call levi stalsfus 315-730-1598 be sure to give him a call and he can try to answer any questions that you have on their sale a couple of early consignments are a seven-year-old mare by andover hall with a credit winner dam she's in fold a muscle massive a five-year-old mare andover hall with a lindy lane dam in fold a agent blackout a three-year-old mare by Noble Crest and a striking Sabra Dam in fold a muscle massive. A four-year-old mare, Ozzy Ozzy with a Lockkeeper Dam. She's in fold a Revan Roll. A seven-year-old Conway Hall mare with a Credit Winner Dam in fold a Gugio. 
a four-year-old mare by winning fireworks in an Arborlesian dam, infolding like a BK, and a four-year-old don't you forget it mare with a Muscle Hill dam, a three-year-old Mr. Cantab American winner, and a Mr. Anson striking Sabra, a two-year-old crazy blue sky with a Crenna winner dam. They're loaded to the gills. They've got two-year-old Neely Duns. They've got some out of Sierra's Mr. Diamond, EL Titans, Encore Encores, a South Fork mare, Climb Higher mare. Tons of good mares as well as some serious driving st- uh, geldings as well coming to the sale. Dewey Cheatham and Al Gelding, Jill Sox Gelding, and Uncle Peter Gelding. Again, just a great job on a loaded sale coming up on August 26th and 27th right there in 2022. Right up in Romulus, Mark. Uh, it's always a good place to be, always a good place to go. Uh, be sure to give them a call if you have any questions about the event. They've got a ton of uh, they also sell groceries. It's a, it's an event where you can take the whole family. So be sure to join them up there in Romulus, New York. And if you have any questions, give Levi a call. Thanks again. She brought uh, 28,000. She was a nice driving mare. Uh, like her picture there, she mm-hmm. was very upright mm-hmm. and really nice moving. And then that uh, second colt, Philly in the ring, um, lot number 202 was out of that mare. And uh, she brought eighteen five, and uh, she was very, very nicely conformed and mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just to interrupt here, Mark, the the outline of the sale was um, you had yearlings day two and day one. They had like a standard bread sale, and then some driving crossbreds. Is that what it is? Yeah, they okay. had. Um, they started out with, I believe it was twenty two standard bread mares, and then they had. Uh, I forget how many crossbreds, and then they had another 22 standard bred mares. Gotcha, gotcha. And there was geldings in there mm-hmm. as well. It wasn't mm-hmm. just mares, stallions. It was a driving sale. Mm-hmm. And then they ended with the remainder of uh, the driving horses crosses. Um, paging through here, here's the Neely Dunn for 15000 I believe. And, I'm again, this is unofficial. Yeah. I wrote 10 numbers down. Um, if I miss you, yeah. you can call me, and we can try and – Make things right. <laughs> but um, there. there's another Aussie and overhaul filly, very well bred filly for 11.5. Um, another Dream on Cause. Dream on Cause, um, he again, all, like last year, he did the same thing. His Colts really, really stand mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very, very nice. Um, he's going to have some very, very nice. And there's, there's some Dream on Causes out driving already that are very mm-hmm. nice. And, um, He's gonna he's gonna have some very nice ones. There was one for thirteen thousand a stud gold mm-hmm. out of a Glide Master mare, and uh, the high seller for the for the day was uh, lot two forty nine, uh, Bay Philly, by the name of actually a June twenty fifth colt, uh, by the oh. name of uh, Simply Cash. Uh-huh. She was Ozzy Ozzy Philly. Uh, out of a Sierra Cosmos Donnerill mare. Oh. So this little girl here was like super pedigree packed um, with that bottom side, Sierra Cosmos Donnerill, um, and very, very sharp. Um, well, actually, I recorded that off of the Connect. What did uh, she bring? 32,000 is what she brought. We'll play her here in a little bit. Thanks. Simply Cash, this is the Melvin Coleman consignment from Christiana, PA. This Bay Philly was pulled in June of last year. She is sired by Ozzy Ozzy. She's got a Sierra Cosmos dam and a Donnerill Sarah II dam. The understatement says here's a sharp fellow Philly uh, with pedigrees and style. 249 is in the ring. Look at the pedigree. Look at the Philly. Wow, is she sharp. 
Thirty-three thousand. Good to go. I'm thirty-two, thirty-three. I'm going to make it out to Thirty-three thousand. I'm going to make it out. Going once, going twice. So thirty-two thousand dollars. Thanks to all you bidders. Not only that, uh, what a great horse that was. But Vern Yoda was in fine form as well, uh, selling this nice Neely Dunn stud colt. Those are just a couple of the highlights. Um, of course, like I said earlier, we don't have any, like, for sure stats that are, like, um, so we'll, uh, we'll have that uh, auction report. We'll, of course, have that in the next uh, Standard Red Journal coming out this fall. So you're going to be able to see uh, exactly what happened mm-hmm. there, the official. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's great. You know, and this will give people an idea. For one, we know it was a good sale. Um, the yearling sale went well, the yearling portion of things, and I like that. I uh, actually had wanted to go out with you guys because I know you had a blast. You guys were doing some planning. Uh, There's some guys in PA that you got to know, and, and you're getting together and working on some standard bread journal stuff. Very excited about that, but definitely get in contact, guys, if you want to put an ad in somewhere. Um, in the podcast, in the next journal, got some exciting things coming up here. Thanks again, guys, for listening. If you have any questions or need anything, don't be afraid to call.